0: I've had mixed feelings about MW3 ever since the game was officially announced. I watched the trailers, I watched the videos on the developers talking about what's coming to this game, so I know all the details so far. And Activision's grand plan for this game does sound great. It not only sounds great, but it is also something new. For years, people have complained that Call of Duty feels the same every single year. I disagree with that opinion in a way. But either way, I don't think you can say that anymore about Call of Duty with what they are doing now in MW3. They are creating a content ecosystem. Every game mode that exists will be playable. Everything you bought and earned in MW2 is being carried forward in the MW3. My nostalgia bells are ringing with the addition of 16 classic MW2 maps. It all sounds great. But then my negative thoughts begin to creep in. Because look, personally, I'm a core multiplayer guy. I try to give Warzone and DMZ a chance, but those modes just aren't for me. I'm also not a fan of this open world zombies mode that they want to try out. I know I could just sit in core multiplayer and enjoy it, but ever since Warzone became a thing, multiplayer updates and content have dropped down on the priority list significantly. We have seen this over the past year with MW2 specifically. Like it took a few months for the content to start rolling out for multiplayer, and it's also frustrating that we have to pay $70 to get that and then we're not on the priority list while those that play Warzone for free are getting updates on the regular. I was really looking forward to Call of Duty taking a year off and changing their every year cycle. We could continue to play this game and receive updates for MW2 with, say, like the biggest DLC ever, which could have been MW3, with these maps and game modes, and even, you could just continue the story. I don't see how you couldn't add a 10 mission campaign as a DLC either. So yeah, I have had these conflicting thoughts swirling around my head for a while, and then, a few weeks ago, I played the beta. And I am even more torn on what to do now this year. The beta was impressive. So, today I want to talk about the MW3 beta and the game in general and just, you know, just a think piece discussion here on how I'm feeling about this. And I'm also curious to see what everybody else has to say about it in the comments at the end of this video. I first just want to say that, I'm sorry this video is coming out a little bit later than I wanted to, I just got over being sick and I literally did not have a voice to record any videos, so I'm back on track now and I could finally share my thoughts here as we're getting closer to MW3 releasing. And I want to talk about the beta first because it was really good. Every year, the gunplay and player movement continues to get better and better. The controls are very fluid. I tried the new tax stance, and I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know how much I'm going to use it, but you can toggle between that and regular aiming down sight. The tax stance seems to make more sense in close quarters combat. You know, I wish Call of Duty would do more tactical stuff in terms of maps and game modes due to the fact that they have such an in-depth gunsmith system that will allow you to basically make any kind of gun for any situation, and then of course now they're combining that with the tax stance, I would love to get some Rainbow Six type of modes and maps in a game like this, with the fact that they have a new stance and, again, the comprehensive gun customization. I also do want to compliment the visual recoil in this game, because it's so much better than in previous games, a lot of people have been hyping that up. I've seen some people say it's partially due to the fact that there's less smoke coming from your gun as you fire the weapon, and people complain that the smoke would, you know, kind of blur what you're aiming at. For me personally, I'm just glad that it appears to be zoomed out a bit more, and it's not like your eye or your face is in your holographic sight, like in previous games like MW2. So, I think the line of sight is better in this game, and I do welcome it. People continue to argue about the time to kill. I was fine with it in the beta. Health was increased to 150, so technically the time to kill is longer in this game. I'm not somebody who cares much about slide canceling and reload canceling. The things I do appreciate include how fluid mantling and tactical sprint is. The perk system is also much better in this game. Thank God all the chosen perks are available from the start of the match and not that weird MW2 perk activation system, which in my opinion was just not needed. Other things I like, red dots back on the map. You want to call me a noob, whatever. I do like the fact that we could do map voting as well. And as an OG player whose prime time was back during the original Modern Warfare Trilogy and the Black Ops games, it was awesome to revisit those old maps, even if they are with a new coat of pain. I was leaning towards not getting this game before the beta, and after playing this beta, kind of back to considering making a purchase. A big reason as to why I'm hesitant about getting this game comes from the live service. I'm just not interested in the cosmetic bullshit that has become such a mainstay in this series. As cool as it is to see Call of Duty do seasonal events like the haunting stuff for Halloween, I'm just not here for the Diablo 4 and Doom stuff. Yeah, I chuckle when I get killed by Snoop Dogg, but after a while I feel like I begin to lose that immersive feeling of this game because I don't know what it's supposed to be, I thought it's supposed to be like a tactical military shooter to a point with, with some tactical elements I should say. And then it turns into Fortnite all of a sudden with these wild variety of skins. Going back to the point I made earlier in the video, I hope we don't have to wait long for game modes, maps, and other content to be added. Supposedly there's 12 brand new maps that are set to release within the next 12 months, so those plus the 16 launch aka nostalgia maps mean there's going to be a large pool of maps to choose from. That is cool. The perk system seems to be a lot better this time around. Now you have equipment that will do different things for you. Vests will improve tactical sprint, spot enemy equipment and killstreaks, resupply tactical and lethal equipment. Then you have gloves that could reload while sprinting, resupply ammo from dead players. Boots will quiet your footsteps and allow quicker movement. Then you have gear perks which reduce killstreak costs, reduce damage, and eliminate your red dot from the map. The perks in this game seem to be much more useful than in the previous installment, and it is kind of cool how it's it's about putting gear on you. Now, it would be cool if it could be cosmetic where you could pick the color of your gloves or the design pattern or something, but again, it doesn't really matter because I guess you're not really going to have The gloves and the boots on because if you're playing as Snoop Dogg he's got whatever the developers designed for his skin so again if this was a more realistic military shooter that took itself seriously here's where you could do some personal customization on your soldier but that's just not what call of duty does i'm not a fan of this version of zombies that we will be getting outbreak mode is literally just dmz with zombies the main focus in this new era of cod is big map big game mode Warzone and DMZ are going to be on top of the list going forward for the developers, and it has already been like this for quite some time. I would love to play the traditional version of Zombies, give me a smaller, much simpler map, and I'd be happy. Not a fan of the open world experience for this game mode, especially since we already have two open world experiences with Warzone and DMZ. One of the most impressive additions to this game is the forward carry feature. Almost everything you have purchased or unlocked in MW2 will be transferred over to MW3. You just have to use the same account. Things you could carry forward include operators, skins, weapons, blueprints, attachments, camos, charms, stickers, weapon levels, emblems, calling cards, and loading screens. Like I said, that's almost everything. What an idea it is to bring operators, their skins, guns, camos, and all that stuff in various bundles that people purchase or unlock into the next game. It's features like this that are the reason why Call of Duty continues to sit in the throne when it comes to the multiplayer shooter genre. So, I just sat here and basically made a pros and cons list for this game. I like making videos like this, though. I call them think pieces. Honestly, it's just cool to see how COD has evolved not only over the years or decades at this point, but specifically over the past few years where we're really starting to see changes. We're really entering a brand new era for Call of Duty. Yes, there are things I don't like, and I might end up making the decision to pass on this game. But I don't think anyone can deny that there's a ton of content here, and it's actually really cool to see something new being done. I am a fan of this new ecosystem approach by Activision. I still wish this was a major DLC update for Modern Warfare 2. That way the developers could literally have 12 to 24 months to literally work on and focus on creating a brand new experience that we can enjoy after we're done with this Modern Warfare stuff. So, my train of thought comes from the perspective of an older Call of Duty fan who grew up playing the original Modern Warfare trilogy along with the Black Ops series, specifically 1 and 2. It's an exciting time for Call of Duty, and I do look forward to seeing how this all plays out, even if I'm sitting this one out. I'm curious to see what you guys think about all the things COD is trying to do right now. Let me know down below in the comments what you think. Thanks for checking out the video. Go check out some of my other content on the channel. If you like what you see, well, why not subscribe? You can also find my content on podcasting platforms. Just Google Analyze This Podcast. You can also find me on X and TikTok, X at Analyze This underscore YT, and TikTok at Analyze This 54 underscore YT. Thanks again, and take care.